Hello, everyone. Welcome to Scrap City Sports. This is uh, this is a little bit late notice, but we're gonna go ahead and jump right into it. Uh, this is our NFL Wild Card Weekend preview. This is a, a highly anticipated weekend of uh, of the football season, where you get all the prime juicy matchups uh, and upsets lurking, waiting uh, w- waiting to be unleashed on uh, unexpecting teams. And we all know and agree, Christopher, that. NFL football is exciting overall, but when it comes to playoff time, wild card weekend, wild card weekend, it just it's it's crazy, it's intense. We're uh, we're we're running a little uh, skeleton crew here. It's just going to be uh, myself, Christopher, and Roy, uh, Chef Roy here, just uh, breaking down the the wild card weekend and uh, giving you guys our uh, our spin and our our take on on how this is going to go down. Uh, this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, with uh, the NFC and AFC wildcard teams. But before we get into all of this, I gotta talk about some just some some boneheadedness. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Everybody was deliver one of these right in your suck hole. <laughs> we still haven't edited the donkey out. Uh, no, I, love I, it. I like I it. it. I like it. I, I think we should leave it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we are leaving it. <laughs> At this point, I think yeah, so. <laughs> right. But uh, who I'm going to kick in the head first, because this guy is just repeatedly just done some idiotic things, and this just takes the cake of it. So Johnny Manziel, I'm sure all of you guys have heard about this, but... Uh. He goes to Vegas over the weekend after the season is over and decides to wear a blonde wig and a fake mustache <laughs> and starts partying it up in Vegas until he decide until he decides to leave the club and is like, "Oh yeah, I got to pay the bill." And while he's wearing his fake fake blonde wig and his fake mustache, busts out his Johnny Manziel credit card with his name on it <laughs> and gets caught. I mean, how stupid do you have to be? And, and and just to be able to have, essentially, he had the whole Browns, Cleveland Browns franchise in his hands for the last two years. And they were just waiting for him to take it. And he's just done stupid thing after stupid thing after stupid thing. I mean, at what point do you have to feel like a moron that when you pay a company to represent you and to take, you, you sent, you're, you're paying a company to basically have your money for, you know, they have to do something, some things. They're going to market your brand. Right. But a company that you're paying fires you. They don't want your money anymore. They say, get out of here. We don't want to even, you know, represent you, you know, Johnny Manziel anymore because you're just doing such stupid things, you know, time after time after time. I mean, I think I've, at what point do you hit rock bottom for Johnny Manziel? Because this has to be it. I mean, you're you, you're given the starting job. You're 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 benched. You know, you, you show up late to practice. You you well, you're beating up your girlfriend on the side of the road or whatever. Given the job again. Given the job back. <laughs> you you get a chance to play again, and, and and then you do something stupid like this. It's just Johnny Manziel. You get a big old kick in the head. You know, essentially, Christopher, you got to wonder like, 
is he ever going to get it at this point? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I mean, God bless the guy, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I, he's more well off than both of us combined times yeah, too, is, probably. But exactly, but exactly. But apparently, he's not going to have anyone to protect him either. So I don't know how well <laughs> off he is. Man. Yeah, I don't know how many wigs he's got to be able to disguise himself what, when I'm, he goes and. I'm saying that he's 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 a character. Yeah. He really is. All right, you know, I could have kicked the I kicked. I had a couple kicks in the head, but I'm going to condense it down to one. I originally was going to go with the with the New York Jets, but I think they've suffered enough. You know what I mean? But I'm going to go with the San Diego Charger organization. Christopher, I'm sure you heard about that. I'm sure the fans heard about it. Where there's been a little bit of drama with them and their and their eight year, eight nine year long year safety, Eric Weddle. Well, a couple of weeks ago, he was fined originally for not going into halftime with his team because he elected to stay out and watch his daughter perform, who was in a halftime show. Which, yeah, which I, when I originally read that story, I thought like he was like sitting on the sidelines on his phone. I didn't realize that his daughter was actually performing at Qualcomm Stadium. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, you know, uh, you know, how was that? He could have just been standing in the tunnel, right? You know, what's the big deal? Right. That's all they said was that he did not go go report to the to the locker room, which is to me, really, come on, man. He's there to watch his kid. His kid. It's a once in a lifetime thing. So what happens? I mean, uh, granted, I don't know exactly how stadiums and and locker rooms are laid out, but I could I can almost tell you that the training rooms or like the 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 recovery rooms are in you know. Just the medical assistance rooms are not in the same. They're not in the locker room. They're not inside the locker room themselves, where all the lockers are. There's a separate room for it. So what's to say that a player wasn't getting treatment at halftime, right? You know, or whatever. They're, they're not in the locker what room. What if he was getting his ankle taped up or something? Right. You know, you don't know. But it's his daughter for crying out loud. Yeah, that's mistake number one on their part. Second, you and I were actually discussing this in the pre-show. Now, apparently, okay, there's this big thing. Obviously, everyone saw he see. Literally said he never wants to see the San Diego organization again. Strong words, right? Right. Why? Why is it that they they had him? They put him on injured reserve. Basically, ended the season early. Right. But according to safety Eric Weddle, he was fine. He was ready to go, and he starts doing sprints and pre practices and practices, working out for the media to see that there was nothing <laughs> wrong with him. <laughs> Good for him. Now, could Good this, for him. Could this be a, a save salary move? Possibly, I'm sure it is just the same thing, same, like some the, sort of tax, like the Bears did to Jeffrey and to Forte and all those guys. You know, it's shame on them, man. Like, really, you're gonna save a couple dollars? Exactly. Like, I mean, okay, we already know you're billion dollar billion dollar industry, and and I'm sure San Diego Chargers are, are huge in San Diego. You know, I'm sure they're not hurting for money. They couldn't pay the guy. You know. Whatever, whatever his, whatever his salary was, I'm sure it wasn't a ridiculous amount. It wasn't uh, Joe Flacco-type money. Right, exactly. So, and again, we're talking about a guy who's been with them for eight years since he started. Yeah. Like, give me a break, man, you know? The, I, the, I, the thing is, fi- finding somebody... Were they going to find uh, Were they going to find Devin still? You know, if, it, if, it, if his daughter were to be, you know, brought to midfield and, you know, some sort of presentation given to her, would he be fine at halftime if, if, if he were to stay out there? You know, for for his for his ailing daughter and, and recovering exactly. daughter. I mean, come on. At some point, you got to have some compassion. These guys are human beings, after all. They have exactly. families and lives. So yes, they're athletes. They're superstars, but they're just like you San Diego and Chargers and the NFL. I'm with you, Roy. You guys get a big old kick in the head. Pow. So yeah. Anyways, now that now that we're off, you know the the aggressiveness that is kicking the head. We're gonna we're gonna settle down here. We're gonna we're gonna strap it down to. Uh, 
some playoff football. Um, and first, the f- wild card Saturday uh, is the showcase of the uh, AFC teams, uh, which is the early game. Uh, I believe is the Kansas City Houston game, Kansas and then City, uh, Houston, the yes. late the late game is uh, Pittsburgh at Cincinnati, uh, which is going to be Get both your popcorn ready. Baby. You know what? I'm just going to throw this out there. Me being a, a, a back-to-back Pickham's League champion, these two spreads are really hard to figure out. I, I, I They are. I mean, the, I think uh, at the t- at the beginning of the week, I think um, Cincinnati – or, I'm um, sorry, Pittsburgh was favored by three-and-a-half, I want to say. And the the – I'm sorry. The Kansas City Chiefs were favored by five and a half. Yeah. Which, you know, you look at the matchup. You look at both matchups, and both of them, I think, could go either way. I wouldn't be surprised if any one of those four teams won. To be honest with you, because, you know, you've seen things from both from all four teams throughout the year that have said, "Wow, this team is pretty good." You know, you could say that about every every single team in the AFC playing this wild card weekend. So. Um, these games are going to be kind of tough, to be honest with you. Um, you know, especially for the for the guys in in Vegas trying to put the money down <laughs> on it. Let's be See, honest. I can I can agree with you in a sense where Pittsburgh and Cincinnati can go either way, but as far as Houston and Kansas City goes, I, I kind of see Kansas City running away with it simply because Houston, who's their quarterback? Hoyer, Brian Hoyer. Is he really going to play? Is he not going to get hurt? I don't know. I'm sure. I, mean, I guess they got they, good old they Brandon had, Whedon. And, uh, yeah, they, they Whedon. don't really have many other options. I mean, Go figure Brandon Whedon. Hey, he 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 him. he won the division for them. I know he was at quarterback yeah. when they clinched the division. So a damn year for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, but um, honestly, I, I I've seen I've seen dominating performances from both sides of the football for both Kansas City and Houston to 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 kind of just scratch my head at this one because. If you look at it, you know, Houston, as, as much as they are offensive anemic, the last game against Jacksonville, who, you know, they have a, I wouldn't say they are a Oakland Raiders, you know, seller, seller defense, terrible defense. They are, they They're are the second worst defense in football. Jacksonville? Yeah, they gave it the second worst, mo- second most amount of points. And who was the, the who was the, who was the last? I don't even see that. They were just talking about them earlier. That's why I said they, they literally they fired their coordinator. Like he gave up the second most amount of points. But thinking that, history. okay, thinking this, and then you look at Jack, Jacksonville on the other side of the ball. You know who Houston played last. Um, you look at the other side of the ball, their offense, and they have a pretty potent offense. Yeah. You know, T.J. Yeldon when he was in there, unfortunately he didn't play the last week of the uh, season. But Denard Robinson, Blake Bortles, who's had a unbelievable year. Um, Julius Thomas does what he does. Julius Thomas is you know and he was he, hurt. He's a threat. Yeah. Um, and then you have two studs at wide receiver. You have Allen, uh, Allen Robinson and Allen Hearns, the Allen brothers. So um, they're an offense on the rise, right? And Houston held that defense, though. right? But you know, Jacksonville's put up points all year. I mean, yeah. they're not—they didn't win many games, but they were in the games. I would say. I mean, they, their offense was Blake Bortles. I think had over four thousand yards passing, which is not a—it's not a real easy feat to get. So. Um, you have to have a pretty cohesive and, and potent oh, offense to, to achieve that, you know, to achieve that as a quarterback. So, you know what they kind of remind me of? Like a modern they, day New Orleans Saints team. 
Remember how great their offense was, but their defense wasn't. Yeah, I've 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 score a lot to win games, man. I've heard a lot of comparisons. Uh, I've heard a lot of comparisons to that. But um, in speaking of that, you know the Houston team held Jacksonville, which is a, a, a fairly good offense, to Pretty six points. Offense, right? They 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 blew them out thirty to six, which was surprising in in in, uh, in my opinion because I would have thought Jacksonville would have put up a point, put up more of a a, a fight, you know, against the a Houston defense who has been very dominant at times, but has also looked very shaky at times. J.J. Watt looks great. But J.J. Watt, yeah, I mean, he was, getting, he was getting after it. He I was didn't just, think he could be more dangerous than he already was, but yeah. then you give him a free hand. I mean, and, and, and that's the him, thing. Man. I mean, you look at Kansas City's offense, and they don't have... They're, they're, they don't have Jamal Charles. They don't have that guy anymore that could break out a 90-yard touchdown, you know? Yeah. So... It's a little, you know, it's 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 a little bit less. Um, I think it's a little bit l- going to be less effective because they don't have that, and and they they're not going to have time to throw the ball. Like, you know, Alex Smith needs to, needs to get to be able to get the ball downfield because, you know, as many people have knocked on him, he doesn't have that strong of an arm. So, uh, thanks, Roy. <laughs> thanks for pointing that out. Sorry, <laughs> but uh, sorry, we're. We got a little upgrade to Kenilworth Studios, and we're watching the Bulls game on mute right now, and we just saw Derrick Rose right, walk into the... Don't be so modest. We're courtside. We just didn't want to say anything. <laughs> yeah, we're... we're, we're <laughs> you can't hear anything around us, but... Uh, no, anyways. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, their offense is, is, is more of a, you know, quick strike, short pass... You know, it's what Alex Smith has done his his whole career, you know, basically. He's a game manager, but he's a pretty damn good one, too. Yeah, but you know what? Yeah, I think he's a little bit more than that. Uh, They do have, you know, intermediate, uh, you know, 15 to 20-yard range threats in in Travis Kelsey and Jeremy Macklin. So, um, Travis Kelsey's a bad boy. Yeah, I mean, he's good. He was he was touted to be a lot better than I than he actually was this year. I think he, I in the beginning of the season, he was maybe second or third, you know, best tight end coming into the season. And yeah, I think he fell maybe to f- maybe five or six, which is a pretty big drop because there's not many yeah. good tight ends besides, you know, you look outside of Gronk and after that, it's nobody it's really. It's nobody really. Jimmy Graham was f- ineffective. Yeah, Jimmy Graham was uh, a, I, a shell of himself. I ultimately think, though, Christopher, that that Texans-Chiefs game is going to come down. It's going to be a battle of defenses because J.J. Watt's going to lead his boys – and do with they're going to get to the quarterback. We already know that. JJ Watt, I, I probably have two, three sacks that game. How Kansas City's offense responds to that is going to be, to me, it's going to dictate the game. Because Houston, they've been doing this all year. They haven't really had a quarterback, a stable quarterback, right? Right. But their defense has been solid. Romeo Cornell gets his boys up to play every game. He does that, and he's been no. He's he's a defensive genius. He knows what he's doing. There's a reason why he was touted so high at one point in his career. Romeo Cornell knows how to get down. He gets down. Let's be right, honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was a head coach in the league, so he's got to have uh, for for who the Browns, right? Yeah, poor Browns. guy. He ended up there. He never yeah. made it out of there. So. It's the purgatory of the NFL right, right now. Right, right. But, I mean, his defense, regardless of how sketchy that offense has looked all year, they've come to play every game. There hasn't been many games where Houston's gotten blown out. Their defense, they can get out there, man. They can play with the best. Yeah. My only thing for Houston is, their, is, the, is can, can their offense – Stay on the field long enough to 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 give their defense, defense a break. Yeah, I, I mean, so it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough game. I mean, both teams are pretty similar, to be honest with you. I mean, they both. I mean, both offenses have 
okay quarterbacks. I mean, Alex Smith, I think, is obviously better than Brian Hoyer. But um, what Houston has, I don't think Kansas City does, you know, as far as a single good, uh, single best player. Because DeAndre Hopkins, the guy's, the guy's a monster. He is a monster. I mean, he, he does, he has made some boneheaded plays during the season with, you know, some, some flags and, and stupid, um, stupid plays, you know, to, to get his team in some negative yardage situations. But as far as, you know, being able to change a game, uh, DeAndre Hopkins definitely is one of those guys, and and unfortunately for K- um, KC, he's outside on the opposite of, outside team. Outside of Jeremy Macklin, they don't really have a deep. Yeah, Jeremy Macklin. I mean, and Jeremy Macklin is he's no DeAndre Hopkins. No, no, by far. So I mean, yeah, you look outside. Uh, you look outside of a, a, as a collective unit, Kansas City's offense I think is better, but. They don't have that guy like DeAndre who's gonna who could change the game. I mean, no, I, I could I could probably that. count I could probably count on quite a few fingers how many ten plus catch catch games DeAndre Hopkins had. And I mean, nobody on Kansas City had that this year. Jeremy Macklin maybe bro- did that once all year, and and Hopkins did it multiple times all year long. So what's crazy is he could definitely at, change the game. We're looking at the Kansas City Chiefs were one and five. Yeah. The last game they lost. The last game they lost, I think, was against the Bears. See what I'm saying? And then they just went on. The Bears just ten game winning streak. Just think how how mad they must have got when when the lowly Bears beat them. The only thing that sucks about that, if if you're Kansas City, obviously you're going to be due for one. Yeah, that's the only thing. I mean, you you win ten in a row. I mean, you're due. You're due. Yeah, that's Carolina. Okay, that's not good. And then you got then you got Houston, who at one point was also one in five. And managed to finish off, what was it, 9 and 7, 10 and 6? 9 and 7, because they won the division by a game. So they went off and won eight, uh, 8 out of their last 10 as well. It's going to be a good game. I don't think there's going to be a blowout. But, I mean, we got two, like we said, we got two defenses. You know, I told you, Romeo Cornell brings his boys to play. But anyone who, especially me watching a lot of NFC East football, Andy Reid brings his boys to play too. There's no doubt about it. He brings them to play, and it's going to be an exciting game. And I, I'm, I think all the playoff matches are going to be exciting this year. He's back. <laughs> he was thirsty or something. Who knows? There you go, Derek. But anyways, um, yeah, it's going to be a tough one. Unfortunately, you know, as as what we do, you know, I'm going to give my selection of of, of who's going to of who's going to take this one, and uh, I somehow think. That Houston has enough to get past Kansas City. You know they have a lot. They have a little bit more going for them, I think, as far as play on the field. Um, you know they have game changer and JJ Watt, which, yeah, Kansas City has something to match that with uh, with Houston, uh, Justin Houston. Is that, that's his name, right? Yeah. Justin Justin Houston, um, linebacker and um, and just crazy pass rusher. Um, but you know. I think JJ Watt's just a little bit, a little bit beyond, you know, uh, Houston there as as far as skill goes, and I think he's definitely going to have an impact on this game, especially how Kansas City's offense runs. So my pick is my pick is going with Houston on this one. You're going to go with Houston. All yep. right, I'm going to I'm going to play. Uh, I'm going to go opposite. Yeah, Devil's advocate. Devil's here. advocate. There you go. That's what I was looking for. I'm getting old. I told you, I'm getting tired. I'm going to go ahead and say I'm going to go with Kansas City, and mainly because. I think Kansas City's due for a playoff win. They haven't won one in so many years. I forgot how many. But 
they blew that one against uh, Josh's guys in the Colts. Right. Was, they, they were up by like 20, some, 20 plus points. Exactly. So I think they're due. I do think uh, Alex Smith. This is my key to the game, though. In order for Kansas City to win it, you're going to have to control J.J. Watt. If he gets to your quarterback and he gets to your quarterback early, then I'm sorry. Well, I've seen Alex Smith and he gets rattled when he gets hit. Agreed. So if he can manage the game and even if even if JJ Watt knocks him, make smart cho- make smart choices with the ball, man. Don't don't be trying to be Superman here. So it's going to come down to how he manages. And if JJ Watt goes wild, forget it. It's a done deal. But I'm going to go Kansas City as long as they manage him. Understood. Agreed. I agree. I mean, it's all it's like I said. These are tough games to pick because. A lot of these teams are pretty, pretty close. I, records to me don't mean anything at this point. No, it's it's all one game. It's all it's all unless you're New England, right? <laughs> Their record is just they speak for itself. All right, so then we got Pittsburgh. We got the the Saturday night game, which hopefully I could get home from work in time to watch. I'm definitely gonna miss majority of the early game, but um, eight fifteen. So you should be all right. Yeah, as long as I don't get a flat tire on the way home. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're gonna uh, we got a uh, Pittsburgh uh, Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Um, in essentially the AFC AFC North showdown, uh, it's two hated you know hated rivals squaring off against each other, and uh, this is this is this is gonna be a good game. I mean, uh, unfortunately, Andy Dalton's not gonna be in it. You know, is that confirmed already. Yeah, I mean, they said that uh, AJ McCarron's is starting. Dalton They're planning is uh, him starting. Yeah, uh, Dalton is ruled out unless they do some kind of Muhammad Ali type stuff, where <laughs> comes out of the woodworks and starts just throwing interception pick sixes. <laughs> no, just kidding. Yeah, but you know, it would have been a, it would have been a, it would have been, been an incredible game if Andy Dalton was playing. And, you know, I could say that, not, and I'm not even an Andy Dalton fan or a Bengal fan, but, you know, you want the best players out there competing, you know, when you're, when, if you're Pittsburgh, you want, you want Andy Dalton out there. You want to, you want to beat the team when it's at its best. You don't, you don't want to give, be given essentially a handout or, you know, some kind of pass because, you know, one of their best players wasn't there. Although essentially, man, if we're talking like that, Pittsburgh's really not at its best either. Oh, right. Le'Veon Bell's gone. Right. You might not even have a full strength D'Angelo Williams. Right, yeah, you don't know. He, but somehow, Yeah, he twisted his ankle pretty bad on yeah, in that last game. I would have cried if that was me. But yeah. he, he took it like a champ. Dude, but Pittsburgh, as much as I don't care for them, they don't miss a beat. They somehow, what's that, what's that old system name of that old system? The next man up system? Yeah. That's what they do. They just keep bringing people in and they, hey, replace them. Let's go. Keep it going. The show never stops in Pittsburgh, man. Yeah. You gotta love, you gotta admire that about about an organization like that. You know what I mean? From their coach into their ownership, they all get the job done. Yeah, put the right players to the right situations. Like they plan, man. They know what to expect. Well, they should expect to maybe clone another Big Ben because he's not in the lineup. (laughs) Uh, He's not in the lineup. Pittsburgh is in trouble. So, um, yeah, this is going to be a good matchup. Um, It would have been. A little bit better matchup if, of course, Andy Dalton was in there, like I mentioned. But I think Andy Dalton, if he's there, they win the game. Cincinnati. I really think I think they run away with it in Cincinnati. Too. Well, you, you know, you got to imagine if he never got hurt. Uh, what was that? Four weeks ago, they they, they, they might still be rolling. I mean, because right. they were playing pretty pretty good football up until that point. I mean, they had only lost to was it New England? 
No, they didn't. No. They didn't lose to New England. What was their first? Houston. Game? They lost to Houston. Yeah, they gave them their first. That's when uh, JJ Watt called them the, the red, right, the red, <laughs> red rider BB gun. Yeah, <laughs> which is pretty good. But oh, um, classic JJ. Yeah, I mean, it, this. I mean, McCarron's not bad. Yeah, he he wasn't too bad. I mean, when he came in, uh, did he win a start? What did he win any of the starts once Andy broke his thumb? Uh, I think so because I think they finished. So he's got as many wins as the and Dallas Cowboys. Thirteen and three, three right? thirteen and three. I think. Uh, let me see if twelve I can and check. four. They're twelve and four. They finished twelve and four. I don't, I don't know then, honestly, because he played, I think three games. I Came think he might have got one. <clears throat> one one re- the relief <laughs> appearance when Dalton broke his hand. Or thumb or whatever it was, Isn't that crazy. Huh? And uh, and then the two after that, but yeah, I mean, that's 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 crazy. You essentially your season could go down the tubes because one one finger on your throwing hand, essentially, you're done. I think if it's his non throwing hand, he's in there. It's gonna be hard to catch the bar. Yeah, catch, catch a snipe. Yeah, yeah, a, catch snipe a, snap. a snap. The entire day, Christopher, come on. Keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to focus here. So I got one eye on you and one eye on the Bulls game here. Uh, so okay, if, if you had to call it, who, who's who's leaving that game? Who's who's going home and who's not? Ah, uh, I mean you got you you got to say that unless unless Cincinnati has some kind of miracle, un you know uncharted perfect performance that's the only way they're going to win because big ben he's a super bowl champion i mean and 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 you can't discount that as far as experience goes in the playoffs and and you know when you have when you have those tough third down you know third downs uh to to attain and and to, to extend a drive you know he is big he who, who are you gonna who are you gonna want i mean there's only a couple quarterbacks in the league that you'd want in the playoffs on a third you know to try to extend the drive Big Ben, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning in the playoffs? Vintage Peyton Manning, not Peyton Manning right now. <laughs> I guess he is 11 and 13 in playoff games. That's pretty sad. Yeah, I but. Um, I more than most quarterbacks out there. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know what? I'm with you on this one, man. I'm, I, be, if we're looking at the matchup as it is right now, right? We're looking at AJ McCarron versus Ben Roethlisberger, right? Right. I'm going to give it to Ben. Ben, to me, the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to go as far as he can take them. If, if D'Angelo Williams is unlimited as far as his, his physical status goes and he's not, he's not hobbled by anything and he's not a decoy out there or anything like that, I think Pittsburgh runs away with it. But I think if, if there is any kind of, you know, uh, Zig to his zag, or, or you know, uh, however you want to classify that, is he's got any kind of any kind of hiccup in his, in his performance, um, and and how he's able to play on the field, then uh, I think Cincinnati has a good shot at winning this because their defense is pretty. Cincinnati's defense is clearly better than Pittsburgh's without a doubt, um, but you know they're just Pittsburgh has a lot of offensive weapons outside of. D'Angelo Williams. I mean, they have the best. They have the best receiver in football, and Antonio Brown. And I mean, I might be ready to concede to that. Yeah, I mean, he is without he's, a doubt. He's he's and the thing is, he's not even as far as physical height. He's not even as big as Des Bryant or anything like. But he makes 
or, or Demarius Thomas or Julio Jones or any of those guys or A.J. Green even on the other side of the ball. He runs routes to perfection. But he is just speed, muscle, and, and just he's just a blur. Awareness, just awareness, man. He knows where he's at. He's smart. Time. Yeah, he's smart. He, knows he drop kicks punters. I mean. And you know. <laughs> <laughs> we went there, huh? Come on. How and could you, you hate a guy that and, drop you know, kicks o- a punter? Like, overall, like I listened to some of his interviews. He's not a bad guy either. No. I mean, you listen, to, you listen to some guys, I mean, you're just like, all right, dude, just go back in the locker room, be quiet, collect your check, and just put your helmet back on and start right. playing. And catch them all. That's right. it. But him, like, you hear, he talks, he smiles, he's real personable. Like, he actually seems like a pretty humble dude. Right. I mean, for somebody who's, I mean, he's went over 120 catches, I think, two or three, cons- two consecutive years, yep. which is crazy because. 1,800 the- yards again. The bar is set at 100 receptions as far as receivers go. Right. And to go, you know, it's like, it, it, it's essentially like a 1,200-yard season for a running back would be, you know, a 100-catch season for a receiver. And he almost broke the reception the reception yard uh, uh, record as well. He was only like less than 100 yards short of it, I think. Yeah, he was like well over. Nah, not well over, but he was over 1,800 again. Yeah, he was like 18-8-something, but and the record was only like, I think less than, it was like 19-something, which he would have broke. And, you know, and that's, he. You, you think about it, he didn't really have a that good of a season. No, he had a slow start. <laughs> yeah. You remember I, Ben got hurt? I mean, yeah, point? I mean, Michael Vick was in there for crying out loud. How many balls are you going to catch right, with Michael Vick right, in exactly. Mike And then he just there. comes back with 18 and 17 and, and you know. He just goes off. Just 17 and 18 catches in a game. Consecutive two, three. That's ridiculous. Like, I mean, we saw Carmen and I in this famous Oakland versus San Francisco game. <laughs> we saw T.O. catch 20 passes, and that was ridiculous. That was the game T.O. caught 20 passes against the Raiders. It and was nuts. It was, it was day, day. He was good. And, you know, to, to Antonio Brown, and that was a big deal. That was a huge deal. And Antonio Brown does this every week. So, right. <laughs> so is AJ Green is AJ Green gonna outduel Antonio Brown? I doubt it. I mean, honestly, AJ Green's not that type of player. To be honest with you, he's not that 10, 12, 14 reception kind of guy. Which which is what Cincinnati needs out of him because they need a playmaker. Because I mean, you look at it: Marvin Jones, Muhammad Sanu, Giovanni Bernard. They have Tyler Eifert, which is the only, I guess you would say, the only mismatch as far as you know. Um, skill positions that Pittsburgh can't really match up with. And Tyler Arford's a beast. I mean, he for the for a majority of the season until he got hurt, he was leading the league in touchdowns. So um that's gonna be a mismatch that Pittsburgh's gonna have to definitely stop because if 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 Cincinnati could exploit that, they're definitely gonna have a much easier time, you know, getting the ball moving the ball down the field. Um, and getting the ball to AJ Green and, and Giovanni Bernard and Jeremy Hill, their their other playmakers. So it's gonna be I, this is this is probably gonna be one of the better game. This is this is I'm not gonna lie. This is gonna be the best game of Wildcard Weekend because so? oh yeah, without a doubt. I mean the the NFC games are I wouldn't say they're gonna be terrible, but this is by far the best matchup. Um, and like I said, it's unfortunate that Andy Dalton can't be playing because it, it would be even better than. Than uh than what it currently is so Pac-Man Jones and company are gonna have to do some magical tricks out there man. Well I don't know I mean 
you got to figure that Cincinnati is probably going to be studying really, really hard at what Baltimore did to to Pittsburgh two weeks ago to shut them down to get to you know to to, to drop them. I think that was the first time when Pittsburgh played Baltimore. That was the first time in like six six Pittsburgh had scored uh, thirty points or more six straight weeks prior to that, and then they held them to under thirty. And 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 they and Baltimore won the game, which they had no business with no winning. Joe, with no Joe Flacco, with no Joe Flacco, with no Justin Forsett, with no Steve Smith, with no anybody. I don't even think Harbaugh showed up. Yeah, with uh, <laughs> with uh, who was their rookie? I don't think he ever played. Pierman, Brashard Pierman, something like that. Anyways, yeah, I mean Cincinnati's got to be studying that tape to see what Baltimore did because Baltimore was well undermatched as far as. Physical, you know, just talent. And I mean, Sunday, man. Yeah, I mean, and 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 they took down, they took down. Uh, what's this guy doing? <laughs> they took down Pittsburgh. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's if Pittsburgh has a stinker like that, you know, that'll be a huge. It's going to be shocking. It's going to be shocking. Be a huge letdown. Man. I, I think they they maybe learned a little bit. And did they know, get bounced first round last year too? Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, I think so. Yeah. I think they did. I don't remember by who, but they got bounced last year first round. I think it was by Baltimore. Was it Baltimore? Yeah, I think Baltimore beat them. I, if I, I'm almost certain that they did. I mean, essentially, yeah, it's it was a, Baltimore. It's a it was game, Baltimore. Man. It's a divisional game once again. That, that was the, that was. Remember, Le'Veon Bell was also injured for that game, and they had no backup. They didn't have D'Angelo Williams last year, who is a very suitable backup and probably could be a starter anywhere. Uh, yeah, go figure. Why did, they, why did Carolina let him go? Well, they have Jonathan Stewart, who Still. up until th- up until this point where he's been hurt, uh, has been pretty damn fantastic as well. So, <sighs> so I mean, I guess consensus we're going to both go with Cincinnati. I mean, Cincinnati, excuse me, Pittsburgh. Yeah, I like Pittsburgh in this. Uh, if, like I said, if D'Angelo Williams can have any kind of positive influence on this game, he's definitely there. Pittsburgh's going to control the ball and and just pummel them. <laughs> All right, so that moves us on to Sunday. Can I be honest with you about Sunday's games? Go for it. I'm only looking forward to one of them. Which one? Seattle, Minnesota. Yeah. I think both of these matchups are bad. If the, if the outcome of that Sunday night game in Week 17 would have been flip flopped, these this game would these games would be a lot better. Honestly, if you look at if you switch the matchup, if you if you sw- swap. Uh, Minnesota and Green Bay, and you had them playing, you know, the opposite teams, Green Bay against Seattle and uh, Minnesota against Washington, be much closer matchups, I think. No, I agree. I, I, the only but I, th- I think I, Minnesota has a shot. It's supposed to be like minus seven up there. Man. Here, here's, here, here, let me, uh, let me, let me channel my, my inner Carmen here. <laughs> Along with a couple other, a couple other things. Do you think it's possible that Green Bay purposely lost this game to get the matchup with Washington, a much beatable, much much better and more beatable team over the, for the most part, as much as everybody wants to crown them for the most part as NFC champs already, the Seattle, <laughs> the Seattle, I mean, you listen to everything and, oh, Seattle is so hot, Seattle is so hot, but everybody forgets that two weeks ago they lost to St. Louis and they got crushed by St. Louis. Right, exactly. So... I mean, do you think that do you think do you think that is even a glimmer, a, a, a thought going across Mike McCarthy's mind to lose the division, and 
lose a division, you know, lose the division title to to get a better matchup in the playoffs and a better, I guess, a road to the Super Bowl. I mean, as a sports fan, you never want to think anybody just, I guess, intentionally loses games. But forget it, man. Who would you rather play if you're you, right now? If you, you want to play a hot Seattle Seahawks If you team? watch that game, I mean, or the Redskins if you watch that game, it. it looked like it looked like Green Bay should have been in division, you know, division division A football in college. So yeah, they really, they look bad. Man. They look they look really bad. I mean, they ha- they have nobody to catch the ball. They couldn't run the ball. No, none of the running backs could hold the ball. Aaron Rodgers was just out there getting pummeled into the ground, and they, I mean, and just taking it as decent as decent as Minnesota's defense is. They're not that good. I mean, the Bears should have beat them definitely the first time and maybe almost the second time for the first, like, three minutes of the game, and then they got blown out. So, <laughs> No, but I don't think Minnesota's defense is anything to be scared about, to be honest with you, because, you know, they ha- they do have a couple playmakers up front uh, on their D-line, but they're in and out of the lineup. So are they going to be at 100%? I don't know. And... Uh, Washington's defense, you know, Kerrigan uh, there, he's probably licking his chops at getting to Aaron Rodgers. So who's been sacked like, you know, who's been sacked like crazy, you know, last couple of weeks. So it just Washington's been playing good. Washington is <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe the hottest team going into, the playoffs. In, in going into the playoffs besides maybe Seattle for the NFC, because you look at Arizona, they lost. They got crushed their last game by Seattle. Um, and then Carolina, yeah, they 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 beat Tampa Bay in their in their in the Week 17 win, but it was against Tampa Bay. What was the last game Washington lost? Was it the home game to Dallas? No, that couldn't have been. That was like what five weeks ago, something like that. They pretty much went on a run to win the division, man. They won it in the last two three weeks of the season. Right. Uh, I don't know. I I don't have the stats right in front of me, but. You know, for the most part, Washington won that division. They didn't, you know, it wasn't given to them. I mean, just the rest of the teams in the division were just that much worse than they were. The NFC East is probably one of the worst I've seen in years. But Kirk Cousins and the Washington offense have been putting up points like crazy the last. Poor RG3. Poor RG3, what? He he deserves everything. You feel feel bad for that dude? That's like feeling bad for Johnny Manziel. No, come on. Robert, RG3 is not no Johnny, man. I know he's not a bonehead like him, but. You know, the things that basically, minus his injuries, the things that led up to the decision to put Kirk Cousins in, you know, not, I'm, I'm sorry, not the decision to put Kirk, but the, the, the things that were happening around RG3 and were coming out of his camp, so-and-so, and stuff like that, it just, it wasn't good. Like, it, it just wasn't good vibes coming out of there. And, like, just everything when he was on the field and, you know, wasn't performing <laughs> well, it just felt like... Excuses were being made when, you know, yeah, he's a young quarterback in the NFL. I mean, you gotta you gotta give him time to grow. But it seemed like everybody was just making excuses for him when, you know, okay, maybe he isn't that good. Maybe he is, you know, even though he had success in the NFL. But, you know, just I don't know. I just and I, in reality, man, he didn't. But uh, how year did, he took his team to the to win the division, they were just about as good as they are now. How do you think? How do you think? How big? Do you think Jay Gruden's you know what's are for 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 stepping over ownership and saying no? RG three sitting on the bench, Kirk Cousins, you're in. I mean, he basically put his name, his job, his livelihood on the line 
to put Kirk Cousins in there and what he's thrown 29 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. It's a pretty good season. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. if you had any if you were if you were a fan of any NFL franchise and you would say, hey, you know, would you like your quarterback to throw 29 touchdowns, uh, you know, versus just 11 interceptions? I guarantee. Probably ninety nine point nine percent of people would say, "Yeah, I want that guy on my team." Yeah, of course. And so Kirk Cousins, he's 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 torn it up this year, and especially as of late, I'll, I'll take him over Johnny Football. <laughs> Might take RG three over Johnny Football. Come on. Hey, we should be, that should be a bet. That should be like a show bet. Who goes back to work first, Johnny Football or RG three? Who gets a job first? Oh, for sure, it's got to be RG three. He's gonna be he's he he's gonna be in the NFL. If he's going to be in the NFL, he's not going to be playing. He's going to be a backup quarterback. I mean, you haven't heard anything about him all year. So, um, you don't think he can start for someone still? I mean, I, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying I, I don't think that he can't start. Yeah, I'm asking. You think he could? I mean, yeah, there's teams that look at Houston. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a quarterback. I mean, they, they like an RG3 right about now. Right. You got Houston. You got um, maybe San Francisco. I don't know what's going on with Colin Kaepernick. I know. I mean, a guy from going, he was like the, he was a stud. Yeah. In the play, I mean, now he's a the, you would, you would, you would almost, you know, there was, there was probably no better game changer in the NFL playoffs. Those two, two years that he was in there, just torching Green it, Bay. Run it. Oh yeah, torching Green Bay, torching Seattle. It's just, it was hard to plan for him. Yeah, I, he had a, he had a, he had an incredibly strong arm. Wasn't always accurate. No. But it was strong. <laughs> right. And he ran like a gazelle. Yeah. And then it just fell off the face of the earth. I don't know what happened. He just he just flat out sucked, man. Yeah. He came out and he stunk it up this year. Yeah, that was he bad. He lost his job to Blaine Gabbert. Blaine Gabbert. Who torched the Bears? <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. No, but uh, yeah, as far as as far as these two matchups go, uh it's it's going to be tough for Green Bay to, to to eke out a win. I think. You think so? Yeah. If you, I mean, did you not see that Sunday night game? Did you see how bad they played? That's why I was asking you. Do you think they maybe lost on purpose? If they because play like that, I, I've never. They're going to lose. I've never seen a Green Bay team with Aaron Rodgers under center play that bad ever. And I, I probably watched every Bears Green Bay, you know, Bears Green Bay game since I've been alive. And, you know, you know as far what, as I, I can like remember, at least. I think it was Aaron Rodgers' first year under center. They won like five or six games. That's how bad they look right now. They just don't look together. Their offense looks like it's missing a beat. Could that be the Jordan Nelson factor? I don't know. I mean, you, Are they easier to plan for? Like, all right, we don't have to worry about that breakaway guy because we know James Jones ain't going to do it. We know Randall Cobb's not going to Yeah, do what has happened to Randall Cobb? I mean, is it just because... I've always said it. Randall Cobb's good, man, but he's only as good as Jordan Nelson being there. Well, yeah, he's got to have that guy to take... He can't be double-teamed because if he's double-teamed, he's not fast enough to, to get away from the double-team or strong enough. What did you tell me about Terrence Williams in Dallas? He's only he was only good because of who was there. Right. Because Des Bryant. Yeah, he's, I mean? he's, uh, he's Robin to Batman for the right. most part. So, exactly. Yeah, they play well together. But can he carry? Can he be? Ba- can no. he be Batman? No. no, no, definitely not. Randall Cobb obviously has shown that, you know, majority effect. Man. And I, I don't know if this is. I mean, it's a good thing for Bears fans because we wanted Randall Cobb in the off season, 
And he might have been good alongside Alshon Jeffrey, who wasn't in the lineup at all this year, <laughs> except for five, I think what five or six games. And I think he was out for. He looked great. Those he five played or six games, seven though. games, I think. Well, one of those games he was just a decoy. I know that because I lost to you <laughs> when I had him in my lineup. So the Slayer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be real. If 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 Green Bay has any kind of, if they can't get anything going on offense, they are going to be Swiss cheese. Because they got to be able to keep Washington's offense off the field, and yeah. the only way to do that is with Aaron Rodgers. Because their defense is as as decent as Green Bay's defense is. It's 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 not that good. Because the Bears almost beat them. It's not good. Or the Bears be beat them, and they almost beat them the first time too. So it's, it's not good enough to be on the field for forty minutes. I'll tell you that. Right no, now. not at all. If they got to play that much amount of it, they're going to play all them snaps. They're in trouble. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna have to have a steady dose of of Eddie Lacy and James Starks. And uh, they got, you know, it, as much as much as as our a lot of people were so high on Devonte Adams in the beginning of the season, mainly because of his uh, performance in the playoffs last season, you know, because he came up clutch last season for Green Bay to to you know to get to the NFC Championship game and then wound up blowing it to Seattle. But Devonte Adams made a bunch of plays for them last off season or last uh, postseason. To get him to work, you know, to to get him to a chance to get to the to the Super Bowl, and this season he just kind of on a milk box somewhere, <laughs> you know, he's 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 lost and needs to be found because he, I mean, he's just been terrible. He's dropped a bunch of passes and just he doesn't look like he's on the same page for a guy who's been in Green Bay organization for a couple of years now. So, um, not a not a Mike McCarthy they're gonna ha- team. Yeah, they're gonna ha- they're gonna. This is probably the worst Green Bay team I've ever seen. You know, into into a playoffs. And Christopher, though, they started off five and zero. Oh yeah, they they looked like they looked awesome. They were rolling. They looked they looked they looked pretty good. I mean, they looked. I mean, look at some other teams though. That look at Atlanta for the most part. That is five and zero. Finished season eight and eight. Yeah, they they tanked big time. I mean, Matt Ryan just went on the fritz. But um, yeah, I mean, Green Bay is going to have to have performances from Cobb, Lacey. Uh, Starks, Devontae Adams, they all have to step up, all, every single one of them, for them to win. And Aaron Rodgers has to be special because, you know, they're not going to be able to keep uh, Washington off the scoreboard. No. Washington's going to put up all. points. Washington's going to put – I mean, I'm not saying that they are, you know, the Patriots from the Randy Moss, Tom Brady era, you know, putting up, you know, 50 points every week, but – Washington's got a good offense. I mean, they mix it up well. They run the ball. They can score with They the run the ball. Team. They got Jordan Reed. You know, they got Pierre Garçon. They got Deshaun Jackson, who's a speed demon. So, you know, they have a, a pretty balanced offense um, as far as that goes. So, I think I only seen one one team that they got beat up, like really beat up by. And that was like New England. But New England beat up everybody this year. Yeah. And then they and got every year before. That. And then they got beat up by. By Miami, by, by, and by the Dolphins, and Philly. Oh yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, I like I said. I think, I think Green, Green Bay is going to have to have a perfect game for them to be able to get past Washington and on both ends of the ball. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to play. They're going to have to step up big time from what we saw last of Green Bay. So, um, Clay Matthews going to have to hit that quarterback. My pick, my pick for this matchup is definitely Washington. Um, and that's just pure going on what we saw last of Green Bay. I believe this is Kirk Cousins' first go around, right? Yeah. I think no. Uh, yeah. Because yeah, the last yeah. time they were in it was RG three. 
I'm gonna go with Green Bay. But did, didn't Kirk, didn't RG three leave the playoff game uh, early and our, Kirk Cousins came in? Yeah, but not for many snaps. Right. Yeah, it wasn't his. He right. wasn't the he wasn't the guy. Right. Now he's under center. Like this is his team. You were the chosen one. You know what I mean? They brought you in because they said you're better than RG three. Now show us. So me, I'm gonna go with. I think they're gonna be real tight. I think they're gonna be nervous, and I think Washington's gonna lay an egg. They're gonna get beat up bad. You think so? I think so. Wow, that's, I, that's I think, a bold. I, that's I think, bold. I think Mr. Rogers and company's gonna walk into Washington and just and troll them. Like seriously, like I think it's gonna be that. So, bad. The, so, so what you're saying is that Green Bay is playing possum? Yes. <laughs> at, at least I wouldn't this, be surprised at all. I literally would not be surprised at all if I, if, if if you were 100% right. There's not too many teams in the NFC for me that right now that can, if, if Green Bay is clicking on all cylinders, can beat them. Carolina's one of them. Seattle's definitely one of them. And that's about it. You don't think, think the Cardinals are in there at all? No. No. You see what the Cardinals were on Sunday? Yeah, but that's that's also like that's my, like my boy Denny Green said. The Cardinals are what I thought they were. That's what that's the sa- going on the same the same uh, path there as what I was saying about Green Bay because uh, Carol. Uh, but the Cardinals had nothing to play for Sunday. No, and right. and no, no, that's a lie. They had, they could have played for the number one seed, but overall, and they and yeah, Carolina was playing at the same, you know, the, their kickoff was at the same time, but. Look at it, dude. No, it was a Sunday night game, wasn't it? No, no they, were was, both, was they were both game afternoon the games. Game of the week. They were both afternoon games. Yeah. But if you look at it, let's see. You know, you have a 15 or 14 and 1 team playing Tampa Bay, or you have, uh, uh, what was 13 it? And one thir- thir- no, 13 they were thir- and 1 team. No, 13 and 2 team yeah. playing against arguably one of the hottest teams in the NFL. Let's see. Let's. <laughs> I mean, they probably assumed that Carolina was going to roll them. I mean, I think if you looked on the CBS website, it was like a not, it was a one hundred percent. You know, everybody was picking Carolina. I think it was even the point spread was like what ten and a half, which is pretty big for especially for an in division game. Right. That's a pretty big point spread, and they delivered. They they covered. I, and I, I think Arizona's legit in the sense that they're a good team. I'm just not a big fan of Carson Palmer. I don't. He, How could he, you not like Carson Palmer? He's good. I'm not taking anything away from him. He just doesn't scare me. To me, he's not that quarterback where you're an opposing defense and you're like, damn, we got a plan for this dude. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, as, I hear you. As many weapons as they have, you know, even with the old man, Larry Fitz, who, by the way, helped carry me to a uh, championship uh, appearance this year. <laughs> but, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. <laughs> But but I mean they're legit they're they're good they're Bruce Arians gets his boys to play too but I'm just damn man Carson just does not scare me he doesn't scare me at all I don't know man uh, I I think in the NFC there's a there's three horses in this race out of the six there's three legit teams that could win it and I could see could re- be represent I wouldn't be surprised if any of these three teams represented the NFC and the Super Bowl that would be Carolina. Arizona and Seattle. I agree. I mean, the other three teams are except for Arizona. I agree. I agree. The other three teams are a long shot. If they if they were to make it, I'd be surprised. But these those three teams, I believe, have a le- legit chance. They passed the eye test. 
Dude, they're more more than passing the eye test. I mean, I just, I up until that whoop, up until that whooping uh, from Seattle, manhandled. but like I said, you know, you got to think I, they do saber metrics. I mean, they're NFL NFL teams are more saber metric than ever right now. So you got to think the odds that Tampa Bay is going to beat Carolina versus showing your full hand against a team that you could possibly meet in the playoffs. Because look at it. Carolina, I mean, uh, Carolina is definitely going to beat Tampa Bay. But if you look at it, uh, the Cardinals could possibly meet Seattle in the playoffs. And a team that you're going to play possibly in the playoffs, you play the last week of the season. Do you think you're going to give them, show them your full hand? No. I mean, it's, I don't know. I, I, I maybe be in Carmen's uh, X-Files conspiracy theories here, uh, along with uh, Bill Belichick laying that egg in Miami, because if you think about it, do you think they wanted any, they put themselves on the opposite bracket of Pittsburgh? Yeah. And do you think they want, do you think Bill Belichick wanted anything to do with Big Ben no, in the playoffs? Not. Probably no, not. No. So, you gotta no, imagine these... drop this one, let's not worry about it. You, you gotta imagine these teams that are winning 12 plus games probably have a pretty good handle, the coaches as far, probably have a pretty good handle of their players, right? Yeah, of course. And what they're going to do out on the field, etc. So you got to kind of see that this, I don't think the, I think the Cardinals were playing possum. I, I do think the Cardinals were playing I possum so. in that last for your, game. For your sake, I hope so. I, I, and hey, listen, I, mean, I wouldn't be up. I wouldn't be disappointed. I mean, yeah, I would be disappointed if Seattle made it because I hate Seattle. <laughs> But I would not be, and I hated Cam Newton, you know, and I still hate Cam Newton. But I don't, I, I, I don't, not like Carolina. You know what I mean? Yeah. They have, they have a lot of Chicago ties. Um, Greg, Ron Rivera, and you know what's really sad that Peanut Tillman out for the year now. ACL. Yeah, that's sad. Might be end of his career. Uh, I'm sure it is. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not to laugh at the guy's career because he was a Hall of Fame player, uh, I believe, for the Chicago Bears. Um, so, you know, it's just sad to see. But um, back to the point. Yeah, it's it's. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be sad to see Carolina represent the NFC, and I wouldn't be sad to see Arizona represent the NFC. I would be really sad to see Seattle because I hate them again. <laughs> Going to repeat that, but uh, let me ask you this though: those three horses, who's the most dangerous one? Uh, records aside, I think I I honestly believe. That Arizona is the most dangerous one. They have a good defense. They have probably an equally good, if not better, defense than Seattle. And Carolina's defense. uh, Where was Arizona's defense on Sunday? That's what I'm saying. They were playing possum. Well, the the, the, the Tyron Matthew, the honey badger injury might be pretty big for them because, you know, he was playing at a pretty. Pretty good pace this year. Yeah, so he got hurt in that. And what game was that? I saw. I think week sixteen or fifth. No, fifteen against. Um, I know who you're talking. I know it was. Aaron, it was a night. It was a night game. Yeah, and I remember when it happened. Like it was a big deal. Yeah, when he went down, it was like non-contact too. Yeah, he, he it was on an interception. Right. He caught the ball and he went hobbling. And yeah, there's out. been a lot of injuries like that this year. A lot of non-contact injuries. A lot of people believe, I mean, not to get into this, but a lot of people believe because there's no contact in practice now, which, you know, I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not there. I'm not, it's not like I'm at training camps or practices to know, you know, the difference of from before to not, but yeah, there's a lot of crazy injuries this year. So, um, but then if you, if you force contact in practice, I mean that people get hurt too. Yeah. I mean, look at Sean Lee, Sean Lee got hurt in full contact drills, torn ACL. 
Yeah, I mean, so like I said, uh, Washington and Seattle, I think they're going to come out of this these, these matchups. Uh, you had Green Bay and I had Green Bay, Green Bay, Green Bay, Green Bay and Seattle. Yeah, and, and if I had to say who's the most dangerous, as much as I like Cam Newton and the Panthers, I'm, I'm going to go with Seattle right now. They're I don't think anybody's playing any better football right now than, than Russ Wilson. As much as I, I don't care for them either, you know this. No, no, I no, I I mean they're I, good, man. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you only for the simple fact that I hate Seattle because I I. As much as I hate Seattle, they're a damn good team. Yeah, I mean, right. you can't knock that. I mean, they've been two straight Super Bowls, almost won two straight Super Bowls. They probably should have won two straight Super Bowls. And they're, they're another team that started one and five. Yeah, and so yeah, they were they when they played the Bears, both teams had a shot of being three and zero, right? Or zero and three. Sorry, not three and zero. Obviously, <laughs> Bears were never three and zero, or had a chance to be three and zero or zero and three. But um, yeah. So it's it's gonna be uh it, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting and it's gonna be fun to watch to see how this all pans out, and um you know see where this see where this goes and I mean I okay so let me just ask you quickly while we're while we're trying to wrap this show up here, you have in the NFC you have two teams waiting you have Carolina you have uh, Arizona and then in the AFC you have uh, the Patriots and the Broncos, what do you think New England's got the easiest path by the way yeah. Really which do. is which is what I'm they, saying, you know. Despite these, I still believe that these some of these teams are are losing games on purpose at the end of the season. Expert even said it, the easiest pass in the Super Bowl goes to New England's bracket. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you think Bill Belichick's stupid? And no. they get two weeks to heal up. Yeah, they're not stupid. No. I mean, it's not their first uh, rodeo either. No, no. So, what do you think as far as those those four teams? Quickly, um, how, how do you think each team? The teams that have the bye, how do you think they can advance to the championship game uh, in their respective divisions? At this point, Carolina would play the winner of Washington and Green Bay, right? Right. I believe they well, did they play? Yeah, they did play Washington as well. Carolina manhandled both teams, so I see. I think Carolina is going to run over whoever they play, and I think if, if who is it? Seattle's playing Arizona. Seattle if, or if Minnesota? The, yeah. If the, I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and say I'm going to agree with you and say the Sunday night game. Wasn't an indication of what Arizona's really like. I'm gonna think they're better than that. That game right there's gonna be the game to watch. Oh yeah, it's gonna be in a, that second week of it, in the division. Around if them. if if these you know quote unquote predictions uh, pan out, you know that is gonna be a nasty dogfight. Oh, and some may even say that the winner of that game is gonna represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. Some might agree with me on that. I mean, it, it's strictly. I mean, it's possible. Like I said, it's. It, I, I still believe it's a three-team horse in the in the NFC. Because I truly believe Carolina's going to beat up on either Washington or Green Bay, so they'll have an easy road to get to the NFC Championship. But if they got to face one of those two teams, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Can they beat either one? Yes. But whoever's going to come out of that Seattle Arizona game, well, the, uh, I still think that the bye week is going to benefit. The bye weeks are going to benefit. You know the teams that have the bye weeks. Carolina, they're going to lick their wounds. Hopefully, they get Jonathan Stewart back. They could be at one hundred percent on offense. Um, and Greg Olson was a little hobbled as well. So and yeah, and, and Arizona, you know, give time for uh, good old uh, Carson Palmer to heal that old body up and <laughs> and get ready for a showdown with. Um, you his, know, his last playoff appearance wasn't it in. I could have sworn it was in Cincinnati. It was in Cincinnati. When he tore his ACL. Yeah, because he didn't play last year in the playoff game he for Arizona. He was hurt and, before that. And so he went to Oakland and died for a while. Oh, yeah. 
So yeah, I mean, um, uh, it's yeah, it's gonna, like that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a pretty big hell for all those teams because those those three teams, those two teams in the NFC. That hair is ridiculous. Who's that? Marcus Smart. Oh yeah, damn porcupine. <laughs> Um, those two teams are going to have time to heal up and they are upper echelon teams in the NFC. And as far as the AFC teams go, um, I think honestly the most dangerous team in the AFC besides Pittsburgh, I think is going to be Denver. You think so? Yeah. I mean, they haven't, you, you haven't seen. They've elected Manning as starter. Manning's going to be a starter. Which is the right thing to do. I I agree. Uh, I agree going out with Peyton Manning. But if you think about it, Peyton Manning played what a half of football last week, yeah. maybe a little bit more than a half of a football. A little, just a little bit over a half because he came in late second quarter. So he's he's basically on four weeks rest, going to be on five weeks rest. He got a little bit of his workout in uh, in game. Right. You know, he didn't look great, but he wasn't terrible. He was six for nine for like almost eighty yards or something, sixty nine yards. I think those three that those three that are out of the six for nine, those were all like his, his long balls. Everything was all short yardage with him. Yeah, anything but, within twenty yards. But still, manly. but still, I mean, if you look at it, they have a pretty. When the running game is effective for them, it's pretty good. C.J. Anderson, Ronnie Hillman, they do a pretty good job, and especially if they can get running room and blocking up front, they could do some damage, and they could definitely take control of the game. Um, and and their we, defense is and their defense is stellar. Yeah, maybe the best defense in in football. You're, you're talking to Marcus Ware leading, leading the line. Akeem Talib, Chris Akeem Harris, right. I mean, Von Miller. Good I mean, they've got they've got playmakers on defense. Um, and quickly, New England. I mean, New England is New England. They have Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. You don't really need much else other than those two guys. And they have Gronk healthy. So, you know, those two those those teams. The AFC is going to be uh, a, a a slobber knocker, I guess. For you would me say. personally, I think it's fair to say we're going to see Denver, New England in the AFC Championship. I'm calling it now. I yeah, it's going to be. Then why not one more time? Brady versus Manning. I would personally like to see Big Ben in there, but and you know what? Like you said, the teams that are going to who have the bye weeks are going to live off that. They're going to be great. You know how you always call New England a machine? They're going to be a well-oiled machine by the time those two weeks are. Oh up. yeah, they're going to have plenty of plenty of most- loopholes to be able to work their way in. How many the def- balls they got to deflate. And uh, <laughs> and whose socks you know they could get oh, more limp balls man. on or whatever is going to give them the competitive advantage in this Come game. On. We'll talk about boy Brady's. No, team. I'm saying I like Tom Brady and I like the Patriots. Um, just they're you cheaters. Respect what they do. <laughs> they're cheaters. Yeah, you know what? This is what I always say, Christopher. Everyone cheats. They just get caught. Yeah. So, anyways, um, from Scrap City Sports, uh, this is Roy and I. We're signing out. Uh, hopefully, you guys. Uh, appreciate it uh, and, and, and enjoy our NFL wildcard uh, preview here. And, um, you know, you guys drink a lot of whatever beverage you choose and enjoy the weekend. Enjoy it's gonna the be, adult beverages. Enjoy the weekend. It's going to be, be a good safe, time. Man. So see you later, guys. He shot over 300. Hey, what's going on? The ice doesn't belong in here. It belongs out there. You, what 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 you three jabronis are leaving out here? If you smell what the rock is cooking. I don't see all your hamburgers right now. Well, lock your doors, lock your windows. I'll be coming in your house your hamburgers and your fuzzy ones. I'll find them. Now eat them. Because I am the hamburger. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. Hey, you very good. See you next time. Yeah, we get, we get back home, huh? Oh, no.
get the hell out of here.